play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkass. Thank you for joining us for episode 244. If you couldn't tell, we are doing it remotely again. This time, I'm not sick. It's Eric's turn, but he just has a cold. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it's a cold because apparently <laughs> now cold systems are mal- aligned with uh, COVID symptoms. But COVID is, at least with this variant, is basically like having a head cold. Oh, well, hopefully that's not what you have. Hopefully you don't have to quarantine, but, uh, you know, if a head cold's the worst it is, then I guess not. It could be worse. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, who wants to be bringing in the new year, bringing in the new year, quarantined? No kidding. That sounds terrible. I, me, it was right after Thanksgiving, so not that I did anything special for Thanksgiving, but <laughs> it was that, you know, beginning of December, not such a big deal. So, yes, to have New Year's or something else if you're in a band and you have shows coming up there's a lot worse scenarios out there than what mine was so that sucks for you hopefully that's not what it is hopefully just a little bit of a cold and you can get rid of those sniffles yeah well the sniffles isn't that bad for me it's just the uh, sore throat i've been sucking on cough drops pretty much all day Ugh. yeah some of those depending on which ones you get not so great <laughs> yeah Comes with the season. I usually catch one every year, so well that ho- sucks. <laughs> hopefully this is it. Hopefully it goes quickly. Hopefully we're recording in the same room because it always works out better for both of us. That way, next week. Oh yes. Let's get into this episode. Episode two forty four. Some new stuff that has come out recently and will be coming out. We'll start on the nineteenth. As today, when we're recording this, it's the 29th. Dead Evil put out "Down in Yon Forest" single on the twentieth. Upstate Records put out a compilation, Upstate Records Best of 2021, and Upstate Records put out a lot of great stuff, so a lot of great tracks uh, on that one. I would recommend checking it out, and maybe you'll find a lot of cool bands that put out releases on Upstate Records that you might have missed, so go check that out. Saving Vice put out Dying to Watch, it's a single on the 20th. The Mad Splatter put out Christmas at the Splatterhouse, single on the 21st. KXX put out I, or a one maybe i think it's an i everything else is letters that was on the 21st. probably one it could be one but it's like one period so is i period one period i don't know but it, they put hmm. it out on slovensky punk rock portal that might give you an idea at least where to look uh moon stomp and la gachette they put out oi we will never be divided volume four it's a split ep came out on steel town records uh, those are some cool splits that come out that way. I like them. And I actually picked that one up off of Steel Town Records. Two cool bands. I recommend checking them out. When was that? The 22nd. Also on the 22nd, State Champs put out Ordinary Christmas. That's a single. Death Spiral put out Tyranny of Tradition EP on Safe Inside Records on the 22nd. The Kreutzer Sonata put out Cradle to the Grave. Vice Squad on Christmas Day put out A Dog is for Life. The Christmas 2021 mix. Direct Action put out Antisocial but Positive on the 27th. We'll be talking more about that here shortly. Concrete Control put out Vision. It's an EP on the 29th. I'm sure there'll be some more 
uh, coming out this week on the 30th. I don't know about them. I think there's some stuff that uh, I meant to get added on this list over on my Instagram, but just didn't get a chance to do it yet. We'll talk about those next week. Un or not un forever unclean put out is putting out <laughs> best on the first. Mad Mulligans is putting out Action Men. It's an EP on the first. We'll talk more about that here shortly. Monster Squad is putting out I Love Punk EP on the first as well. And that is, I want to say, some tracks that they are re-recording from some earlier releases. Uh, I heard one, they had one available, and I like Monster Squad. They're a cool band, so I definitely recommend <laughs> looking for that but, one on the first. But do they? Do, the, do they really love it? <laughs> <laughs> I sure hope so. Uh, Fight the Future, they're putting out some more new music, an EP on the first called Golden Door. I think it was two tracks. Might have been three, but I think it was two tracks. Either way, more new stuff from Fight the Future. They are here out of Salt Lake City. Awesome band. Whole Hog is putting out Live at Transplants Brewery on the 1st, and then a couple I have for January 7th. After the Fall, putting out Isolation on Melodic Punk Style, and Abrasion putting out Born to be Betrayed EP, and that's on Indecision Records. Eric, you have anything you want to add? Uh, not entirely. The uh, the music that I've been jamming this uh, this past week, they've all kind of been accumulated on this episode and the next one so i'm pretty well stocked for <laughs> for what's to come for the foreseeable um, future yes for the foreseeable future i mean some of the music that is uh relatively new not necessarily um uh uniquely to me but uh, for example i've been listening to i finally got around to listening to the new three-year ep the demo tape 21 <laughs> cool but yeah that was released all the way back in october but i will be giving it some uh i will be giving it some love in a couple of episodes it's a it's a really good one really interesting one i will say that awesome (laughs) and i will and i will leave it at that also uh jamming a lot a lot the new absolved ep elder it's it's a really good one it's a scorcher probably one of my favorite eps that have been released this year that's cool and and yeah but we uh but yeah we gave that a bit of a shout out uh i think last episode because that was still within range of a the 10 day release schedule yeah yeah that's yeah that's typically what we try to keep it at uh a few that i found the i did a quick search there on my instagram so dead 77 we had them on the show that release that they were talking about back in that interview is coming out the first full length it's called Demons, and uh, Dead 77 will be releasing that January 7th. So nice. we'll discuss that again and probably play another track off of it here before too long. It looks like a couple of these releases I had saved are all probably outside that window, so we'll talk about them in the future. It looks like East End Chaos, they put out An Al Di Luti. Luti? And as German, I'm probably saying huh. it in a French way, but... That is now out uh, on vinyl, and I haven't had a chance to check and see if it is digital. Uh, it's on Steeltown Records. If Steeltown Records was going to put it on their Bandcamp, I would have known. So it might not be digital just yet, but the vinyl is available. East End Chaos is a cool band. And then there was a, I'm not sure the release date, uh, but it's a Christmas thing. In case you're still in the mood for some Christmas, it's a pop punks or pop punk Xmas. Features band uh, the Loose Kateers, 
their track. It's Never Christmas. That just recently came out. You can go over to rttbrecords.bandcamp.com and find it there. So I assume that was probably in the last week or so I had that saved. But I haven't had a chance to look into it any mm. further. So there you go. That sums up uh, the new music <laughs> that is coming out and has you know will be coming out here in the next week or so. Eric, let's get into some new music since we've covered that. What new music do you have for us on this episode? Well, I finally, finally, finally have got around to the Usurpers split with Night of Rage from Moscow. I knew you were going to, so I was holding off, and I'm going to reach out (laughs) to Scatter and hopefully get something going with him on Poconoy Worldwide since I was going to about a year ago. So now time to make that happen. (laughs) Only a year yeah. later. <laughs> Only a year later. Yeah. But uh, that Night of yeah, Rage it, was pretty cool, too. But the three tracks from the Usurpers were really good. I liked them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, without a, without a doubt, the Usurpers once again brought their A game to this uh, to this split. And like you said, just uh, three songs. But it really doesn't feel like they're just doing this. Oh, yeah, we'll just uh, put it out, do a split, whatever. No, you can sense the passion behind <laughs> Right? New Behind tracks. every note and every word. Absolutely. It's new tracks. Several splits out there feature one track from each band. And the majority of splits out there, I would venture to say, feature two tracks from each band. But here, they go above and beyond, a little bit further than the rest, and they do three tracks piece. Yeah. It's sort of like a, yeah, it's sort of like a split EP. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We'll say We'll say that's what it is. The uh, Cold War split EP. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah, which is actually pretty funny. They call it the Cold War split because that was like the Cold War was the United States going up against the Soviet Union, just like uh, kind of a dick measuring contest on who could get to space first, who could get the who could get more nuclear arms, all that shit. Right. <laughs> so now we have a band from the U.S., going up with a band from Russia and we're making an album together. <laughs> Absolutely. And it turned out great. Yeah. It did turn out great. And uh, next week we'll be uh, getting into some of the uh, night of rage songs. But for now, uh, this is what I consider to be the best usurpers track, at least on their side, the land of the unfree. Let's take a listen. You don't think for yourself They tell you what you got to do 
I think I would agree that it's probably my favorite one, too. Like I said, three really solid tracks from the Usurpers. Indeed, there is. <laughs> yeah, Land of the Unfree, I really love hearing, uh, I got to say, throughout most of Usurpers' music, I love hearing Mauricio just uh, have at it on those fucking guitar strings and those riffs he comes up with. And this one, I feel like he was given a bit more leeway to add some uh, more thrashy and more hardcore uh, uh type of guitar playing to the to the output of this song yes but it, but still rooted very much in the kind of a street punk structure that the usurpers are going for it's not going all out like uh your average power trip or anything like that it's still it's just the usurpers this is what they do man right yep and we are liking what you're doing mauricio scatter and uh I'm sorry, I always forget the name of the drummer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate them putting out new music because Future Wars was awesome. I remember when we had uh, Scatter on the show to talk about it. I think Future Wars was January of 19 or something. I would think it was something like that, like early 19. And then by the end of the year, we had Scatter on the show to talk about it. So definitely need to. I think it was, I think it was uh, last year that it came out. Was it? Oh, 20. You're not, I'm saying 19. You were absolutely right. It was like right before the pandemic. Pandemic was 20. So it was January of 2020. Yeah, that that's it right. came out. There you go. I'm saying 19, thinking <laughs> two years ago, but it's two years ago from this upcoming January, which would be 20, not two years ago from 2021. So, yes, you're 100% right. It, it, I think it was like January 2020, and we had Scatter on the show. It was either late November or early December of this last year 2020 yeah a little over a year ago yep it was great we need to have him on again talk about more about those tracks maybe uh give us a little bit uh info about the band night of rage i know we talked about uh, a connection to people and other bands and stuff in russia so it made perfect sense to me to see a split with the usurpers and a band out of moscow that's pretty awesome oh yeah and yeah and likewise getting some Getting some music from across the sea, across the across the border, across the European continent. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how close. I know like the sister city, you know, the one that's on the exact opposite side of the world of where you happen to be, I think for us is in Russia. Russia's gigantic, so that's not saying much, but uh, that just, you know, kind of shows how far away Moscow is. It is on yeah. the opposite side of the world of us here in the u.s in yep. utah specifically <laughs> <laughs> well sort of like uh you could just dig a hole through the earth and find your way all the way to russia yes 
as if you just straight line it, of course. Yes, might be really hot to go that way, but, uh, you know, if you make it, great. It was probably a shorter journey. <laughs> yeah. All right, Maybe. Get into some more new music. The record label Rotten Bastard Records is putting out a new release coming out January 1st. I just spoke about that, and then we're going to bounce back to a release they did in October. I meant to get this on the show earlier, but what do you do? It's going to be on this show. Makes uh, I think it's great to put them back to back. We have three new songs to add. All of the tracks are under two minutes. One of them's just above a minute. And so we're going to get into them and let the music speak for themselves. But uh, in case you're unfamiliar with the Mad Mulligans, they're from Brooklyn. I want to thank Albie. Albie is in the band. Albie also run, runs uh, Rotten Bastard Records. We've played Mad Mulligans and their bands that are associated with Mad Mulligans, such as uh, The Craze, American Eagle, Dark Side NYC, Schism, and more. And one of those, wasn't it Wrench? Then yeah. they never post Wrench, but we we found out, you know, some of the other bands, the and more bands, and you listened to them and played Wrench on the show as well. So I think we played every band that uh, the band members are a part of and look forward to any music, including Schism. I mentioned them. Schism will be putting out a new release in early 2022 on Rotten Bastard Records. I think the recordings are all done, so expect that one coming soon. Uh, most of these tracks on the Action Men release that's coming out on the 1st, they were released in UK earlier in the summer on Dammit Records. Uh, I-, I talked about that and played some tracks over on Punkanoi Worldwide from that split on Dammit Records. And Dammit Records did a release of Mad Mulligan's release that they put out, like, I think it was the last day of 20. 2020, right? And so now the first there day of 2022, which is like one year and one day later, is when their next release comes out. There we go. I think I'm getting the dates right on that one. Uh, <laughs> but on this specific release, though they most of them were released on that UK uh, compilation, Damn It Records compilation, uh, they are remixed and released for the US market. So they will be a little bit different. The song Battle of Brooklyn was previously unreleased, not on that Damn It Records compilation. So let's listen to that one. You probably haven't All heard right. it yet. So here we go. Here is Battle of Brooklyn. This is Mad Mulligans coming off of their upcoming release, Action Men. It's Battle of Brooklyn.
As I told you, the tracks are going to be quick, but I definitely recommend checking out the rest. If you didn't check out that compilation that they did, that they were a part of, rather, uh, over in the UK, Dammit Records, check that one out. But check out these ones. As I stated, they are remixed and released on Action Man. So Action Man, it's coming out on the first. Let's get into the next one. Also, Rotten Backer, Rotten Backer, <laughs> Rotten <laughs> Bastard Records release. Uh, they have three <laughs> bands that have been released, Schism, Mad Mulligans, and the newest release from Spike Polite and Sewage. That came out on Rotten Bastard Records on October 10th of this year. Way back in 1991, Spike Polite, yes, I am saying that right, Spike Polite formed the band Sewage, 91, 30 years ago, coming up, I guess, on 31 at this point. Pretty Awesome. Had another release this year. The band's had some turnover, as many bands do that have been around for 30 years or so. So uh, they're also out of New York. All three bands that are on Rotten Bastard Records are out of New York. Uh, maybe they're going to branch out. Maybe reach out to me if you think this is your style of music. I know a lot of labels out there that are starting up. They are, you know, limited time because it's usually people like you and I and you that are listening. We all have jobs, and they're doing it as a part of passion, a part of love, and all of those things. But if you feel this is your style of music, you should probably reach out. Why not, right? Uh, if you're in a band and you're yeah. looking for a label, that is. Anyway, Spike Polite and Sewage. They released Pandemonium on October 10th. This is the longest of the three new tracks I'm putting on the show. It clocks in at 1.57, just under two minutes. Here we go with the title track, Pandemonium. Sewage NYC, that's Spike Polite, 
What'd you think of those two releases, Mad Mulligans and Spike Polite and Sewage? Well, what I heard of uh, Mad Mulligans, that's quite an intro. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, so, yeah, that one, I was just waiting for it to, I was just waiting for the wave to crash, pretty much. So, yeah, a lot of anticipation, but I am seeking the payoff. Right? So that's what you got to do. January 1st, everybody, go seek that payoff. Yep. As for uh, Spiky Polite and the sewage, I really enjoy that old school hardcore sound. That's what it. That's what it sounded like to me. I don't I know agree. if it's the. I don't know if it's the way that the music is uh, coming across in my headphones a million miles away, but it's it still sounded good to me. I thought it was cool. I dig it. I wish I would have got to it sooner because. Albie sent that to me like almost two months ago, and some of the stuff gets buried in the emails, and I try to get to all of it, and I try to like sort it, and every once in a while, I'm constantly going back through to make sure I get to shit, and I got to it, and I'm glad I did on this episode. I'm actually glad I'm playing them both back-to-back. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Some good stuff. Well, another email that came across, I want to thank Bart. Bart, uh, we've played Bart's other band, Day Drinker. They just did... Uh, one track each split with, oh, uh, my mind's drawn a blank, Band Out of Athens. Uh, shit. All right. Well, we'll come back to that in a second. Uh, <laughs> they just did a split. Day Drinker's track was 1996, and the other track hadn't been released digitally, and obviously it being released over in Europe. I don't have a copy of the vinyl, but anyway. Uh, that band, Day Drinker, they released that track. Bart started a new studio project. It's been renamed to Direct Action, and it features members of Nations on Fire, The Insecure, and obviously Day Drinker. And then another guy in the band, I want to say it's the guy that's playing guitars. I don't have the name in front of me, but also plays in a local band there in Netherlands. Bart being from Flanders in Belgium. I just said Netherlands. I don't know why I said Netherlands. Uh, Belgium. Bart is there in Flanders and Belgium. This release just came out. I was talking to the, talking about it at the top of the show, December 27th. The name of the release from Direct Action is called Antisocial But Positive. Uh, we're going to listen to the title track, Direct Action, but if you go to the Bandcamp page, just look up Direct Action, uh, Antisocial But Positive, again, is the name of the five-track EP. If you click on the individual tracks, it actually gives you some insight into the tracks and two of the five tracks are going to be in Bart's native tongue. So you have some in English, some not. All sound great. Tracks one and two were his favorite. And guess what? Tracks one and two were my favorite too. So track one is the title of the band track, not the title of the release track. What is that called? Is that just, you know, it's not your, it's not title track. What do you call that? Do you have any idea? I think, I think you call that name track. Name track. Okay. Well, the name track. <laughs> Instead of name tag, you know. I That, that makes sense. We're going to call it that. The name track of direct action being direct action off of antisocial but positive. Here we go. Gustavo McLuhan! <laughs>
boom, just like that. Nice. I mean, I I get the antisocial part, but I I couldn't exactly feel the positivity in that song, at least. Listen to the next, the other four tracks, even though you might not be able to understand all the lyrics and all the tracks. Well, <laughs> and maybe that's where you'll get it. <laughs> maybe so. Maybe so. Uh, positivity does come off sonically as well as lyrically. So even though I can't understand the lyrics, I can always understand the music. Absolutely. And sometimes when we're naming albums, it's kind of a description of the band, maybe not specifically a description of the music you're going to hear. And sometimes maybe it does both. Yeah, maybe so. I mean, you don't know if it's like a, if it means the opposite of what the, of what it's saying in words. I guess it's all context. True. Either way, I like it. I thought it was a, a cool surprise. You know, uh, we've played Day Drinker a bunch on the show. And uh, between Day Drinker and Direct Action, uh, definitely a little bit different. I mean, not you, you only have one band member in both bands and not exactly do, you know, not doing vocals specifically on... Anyway, the point is, is uh, wouldn't have expected one to the other, right? But I think that's cool right. uh, about you know bands like you. You're you could totally go do a folk punk band if you wanted, and you don't have to have any of the other members of your current band because maybe they're not into folk punk. We know you're into folk punk because of some of the bands that you play on the show. And I'm not saying that you're trying to do that. The point is, is it is a very big difference between anonymous and then if you were to start a folk punk project. And I think that's what you yes. get with Day Drinker. Both punk, and so would your band, uh, Anonymous, plus whatever you would start as folk punk, but the sound, very different. Yes, indeed. The sound would be different. Maybe the lyrical output would be different. Sure. I guess that's why people uh, start certain side projects is because they're not getting what what they want in their current band or at least a, at least to a certain degree and i get i kind of have a whole uh, spiel on that when i get into my uh my death metal pick at the end of the show because okay. that is a yeah that is an artist which is in very much the same boat of starting a side project that's true well to be continued before we get too far down that road Let's get into your older, lesser-known pick. Who do you got? Well, I got a band, and my discovery of this band was actually pretty cool. I was in, uh, the year was 2015. I was in Italy uh, visiting family and whatnot, and we were going around this, uh, this no-name town. I mean, it does have a name. I just can't remember what it is, and it's uh, it's like... It's like a name that when you hear it, it's like, oh yeah, that's a town. That's an Italian name. <laughs> so, so yeah, I was just walking around. It was this uh, tiny little, uh, tiny little city, and there is graffiti just strewn all over the walls. It's a bit of a mess. And then I come across this sticker, just the single sticker alone on one wall, and it said, "The Smash Rooms." And then it had the little link to their band camp. Awesome. So smart. <laughs> yep. Very smart. That's what you get for advertising by yourself. Right. 
Yep. This was before streaming. I mean, streaming as we know it today, I guess. Right. I don't know. I was, I was still living. I was still believing in uh, adding files to my computer until there was uh, no space left. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. You know, the funny thing is before you get too far into this, I played this band and a track off their album, different track, coincidentally, because you probably didn't listen to that episode, but episode I did on Punganoi Worldwide, episode 78, back in early September, featuring all Italian bands, and I played Smash Room's Wildfire. Uh, The track I picked was The Acceptance of War. Oh, okay. This is really funny, because that was going to be my initial pick. It really (laughs) came down to that one and the song that I'll be playing right here, so... Oh man, this is getting weird. <laughs> right? So people can go find them on their band camp, just as you said. They can go back and listen to that episode of Punkin' World Punkinoy Worldwide. Like I just described, you know, everything and how to find it. And you can listen to the track that Eric sounds like he almost picked, but I picked picked <laughs> three months ago and put on that show and or it's almost four months ago. And then now Eric is on this episode picking something off the same album, but different. Yes, but different. And the track is Tomorrow Never Knows. And yeah, Smash Rooms, they, they're bringing a bit of that old school uh, youth crew vibe into their music. I mean, they are a youth crew band. They are, yeah, they're straight edge. I'm not sure what their uh, dietary restrictions are, but they are straight edge. <laughs> or maybe they were. I don't know if they're a band anymore, but but yeah, you definitely get that kind of a youth crew vibe and maybe a little... Uh, Maybe a little further down the line when uh, punk rock and hardcore was starting to get a little heavier. You definitely get that. You definitely get a lot of tremolo picking. You get some down-tuned, down-stroking, just chug-a-lug-a-lug fest. And yeah, it's pretty good. Nice. Not, not so much where you can consider it to be like a, I don't know, a hate breed band. I actually feel this band has more in common with uh, H2O. Than awesome. any of them, <laughs> but still, like uh, H2O, just a little heavier. So we'll say that. So without further ado, here's the Smash Rooms. I guess once again, but by way of me, yes, <laughs> yep. This is the song that I, I guess, was my second choice, but for lack of a better word, my better choice. The <laughs> Maybe universe it was, just was the- guiding you away from the other one. Maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe the ether was right. <laughs> this yeah, this is Tomorrow Never Knows.
Tomorrow never and, knows. Good stuff. Yep, you do never know. So yeah, it's some good stuff. You can sense a little uh a little bit of H2O, some Dag Nasty in there, maybe some Gorilla Biscuits, and maybe even a little bit of Comeback Kid along the uh along the more metallic lines. And a little bit of good riddance and strung out for the melody in there and just that kind of a skate punk ethos that was it was just kind of flowing through. Right. It was a good yeah, it's a good release. It was almost a uh, a great cover to cover album on my end, but but yeah, I didn't want to uh, disrupt the flow of things of my initial pick uh, for the great cover to cover album. We'll get to that shortly, but we're very close. <laughs> yeah, but if I was to make this a great cover to cover album once again, the universe leading me. You know, <laughs> the second track would be. Uh, uh, <laughs> War on sight. That I keep forgetting the name of the track. The acceptance you know of war. One. Acceptance of war. That one. Yes, it was going to be that track. So, once again, it just uh, it was meant to be here. Smash rooms. Tomorrow never knows. With as the older, lesser known song, but but they got more releases as well. They wildfire is their only LP release, but they have a couple of EPs as well. The winds of tomorrow and questions. Awesome. Yeah. Also, really good releases. Not as good as this one, but still pretty good. That's great. Great band. I uh, definitely recommend checking them out. I found them on their band camp, just as you pointed out. Uh, great to add them on to that uh, episode featuring all Italian bands. So get out there, check them out. Check them out on band camp. Next, uh, my pick is the band Capital. I recently came across this band, even though I don't believe they're playing music anymore. I think it was like uh, I was listening to something on Spotify and just popped up because it was, you know, they listen to a couple tracks from whatever you're listening to. And then once that release is finished, then they start adding on tracks that are similar mm -hmm. to or whatever Spotify feels is similar to. Anyway, point is, that's where I believe I came across Capital within the last month. They're from Long Island, New York. Their releases that they put out were between 2006 and 2011, so I'm pretty sure they're not active anyway as a band. We'll call it that because I don't know a whole lot about them other than they're from Long Island, and that's when their releases were. This release, Homefront, they put out November 10th of 2007. So let's play a track off it. If you like it like I do, you can go check out the rest. I mean, you can listen to someone on Spotify and decide if you like it, and then you can get out and support the band. With a name like Capital, it's one of those that we occasionally talk about where it's just not specific enough. When you search for it on Bandcamp or other places, tough to come across. You'll be able to find it on iTunes probably easier, but uh, I couldn't find any social medias. But again, then their last release was like 10 years ago, so they might not have any social medias. But when you look up Capital on Instagram or Facebook, uh, there was way too much to sift through. I tried to look through the first couple. Didn't work out. So let's listen to the music. The music will speak for the band at this point. And if you like it, you can find them on Spotify and iTunes for sure. Here we go off of Homefront. This is Capital. The track is called On a Mission. Get some records, get some music, get some 
Once it's gone, you'll never hear that frequency again. Enjoy it while it lasts. That's right. Enjoy that shit while it lasts, because uh, <laughs> I think there's a lot of frequencies I'm not going to hear anymore. <laughs> oh, I I know there's a lot of frequencies I won't hear. So, hello, hearing aids. <laughs> right? Those those are in my future. Hopefully in the distant future, but if it's sooner than I would like, I understand. <laughs> yeah. I, I had some good times that led to that. Anyway, that band, Capital, like I said, I came across them fairly recently. I don't know if you had heard them before, but what did you think of that? Oh, I really, I really did enjoy that song. I, I needed to ask you what the album was that it came from. So, home front, home, home front. front, one word, capital. Yep, capital All right. H. All one word. All right, capital, home front. Yep. Now I know what to look up because, yeah, I really like that song. <laughs> I do too. I thought it was really cool, and I came across like, oh, I'm gonna have to check this one out, and I did, and listened to a couple other tracks on home front, like. I got to play this on the show. I think it's pretty good. So, again, Capital, they're out of Long Island, New York. I don't know that they're active anymore, but they still have music you can go listen to. Eric, have you seen any shows? Are you looking forward to any shows? We're at that part of the show right before we get to the great cover-to-cover albums. Uh, well, I can't say that I have been to a show. Me either. Yep, <laughs> yep I haven't. The whole uh the whole holiday season kind of took its toll on me in more ways than one. We'll say uh, financially. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I know how it goes. Uh, yeah, but but yeah, the, the thing is when I mean, people are out of town, they do their own thing for uh, whatever they're celebrating and, you know, it's not really a thing. It's not really high times for shows when they when that season comes around. <laughs> but now that we are past the holiday season and we're going to be bringing in the new year, why do we keep saying bringing in? It's ringing in, ringing in the new year. Well, some people bring it, but it's better to ring it. <laughs> yeah, it's better to ring it, except for those who can't hear that frequency. <laughs> right? They're looking at you like, what are you doing? I don't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that being said, on New Year's Eve, the 31st, this Saturday, is it the Saturday? No, no it's Saturday Friday. is the first, so 31st, New Year's Eve is Friday. All right. Hey, starting off 2022 on a Saturday. Yes, there. not bad. That's, that's a good. That's, yeah, that's a good sign, right? Yeah, it better be a fucking good sign. <laughs> Touch wood. <laughs> okay yes this friday the 31st there are uh, at least two shows happening locally that i know of the first being american hitman with the one too many's and my new mistress at the ice house i do not know of american hitman or my new mistress but one too many's they are some homies of mine they got a kid and Bo in that band and i love both of those guys great band scott a type of uh, op ivy worship ska music so if you're into that stuff go check out that show um but if you like something a little heavier a little faster and uh with a little more uh, spikes in the jacket then come up to aces and check out power beer narc the stickups and overexposure coming all the way from colorado with the stalwarts of an og salt lake city street punks endless struggle they are 
they have been away for a while, but in around 2016, 2017, somewhere around there, they made a big comeback show, opening it up for the virus when they came through, and they just kind of figured, hey, you know what? Let's uh, let's do this again. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm glad they did, and that uh, that lineup really good. Like I haven't seen Narc, but you've talked about him before. Uh, I haven't got to see Power Beer since they started playing again, and I would like to. Uh, not familiar with overexposure, but glad they're coming to town. Love the stickups. Really, really love the stickups. Like both releases that they put out have been tops in those years for releases for me. I really like them. And Endless Struggle is great. I love Bobby. He's a cool guy. Oh yeah. I mean, Endless Struggle, they are they are one of the I don't know, a handful of bands from Salt Lake City that made it all the way to the East Coast and into CBGBs in its twilight days. That's awesome. So Endless Struggle, uh, the other band being Insight, who actually got on a few shows with Gorilla Biscuits. They are the two bands that I know of that played CBGBs. So little bit of a bragging rights there. <laughs> yeah, that is a great accomplishment. Good news. That's great. That's really cool for them. Yep, really is. And both of them are great bands, which reminds me, I really got to play some insight on this show. I don't think <laughs> I have yet. Well, no, I, I haven't. <laughs> be on the lookout, everybody. That's coming. Mm-hmm. And the next, uh, uh, who even knows anymore? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's a... Uh, that's pretty much all I have for shows. I guess, uh, no, never mind. I have one more, and this one is actually a bit more important. On the first, on the Saturday, the band Invaders, and that is Invaders minus the A, they will be playing their final show at the Urban Lounge. Cool. Yep. The Invader, Invaders, they are, an, they are really an old school uh, kind of sludgy uh, sludgy metal, kind of a Melvin's themed, I hate God themed, punk rock, metal, whatever. They they exist on their own plane, but they came back for a for a while. They were they were around in the nineties uh, and two thousands. They went away, and some of the members of Invaders uh, started came uh, came into the band X's. And X's, they, as far as I know, only released four songs and they haven't been doing anything since. So Invaders came back with a few other members of X's as well as original members of Invaders, Phil the, being the OG singer. And then they wanted to get that shit going again. Well, they got it going enough for one show and it happens to be their last. <laughs> okay, well, better than nothing. <laughs> yeah, better than nothing. And Invaders is a yeah, Invaders is a great band. I will be playing something of theirs. Um, probably, I think it should be next week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I should be playing it this episode to kind of get the kind of get an idea of what to expect because their music is uh, not not quite so. Uh, what is it available? The only way you can listen to any of anything they release digitally is on their is on YouTube. Oh, wow. Yeah, they, they, there is no band camp. You can't find it on any of the streaming platforms. I don't know if Spotify has them. Like, I don't know. I don't have Spotify. <laughs> but 
But yeah, check them out on YouTube Music. Their whole only album is on there. Maybe even on SoundCloud. I mean, that's how old they are. <laughs> wow. Well, sounds like check them out, and we will be playing them probably next week. It sounds like. Yeah, probably next week. They've been on my list for a while. I just haven't really gotten around to choosing a song. <laughs> well, along those same lines, uh, starting more than likely next week, we're and uh, a band that's getting together after about ten years to play one show, and that's probably going to be their last show. The band Tijuana Sweetheart, January twenty second. It is in at Sonia in Cambridge in Massachusetts. So be on the lookout for that show. Razors in the night, getting back together after not quite as long of a, a break as Tijuana Sweetheart, but they're getting together, so it's a dual reunion show. And on the next few shows, expect tracks and interviews and such from both of those bands. And then they will be playing with Sky Tigers and Nothing But Enemies. And so expect some tracks probably from those, because I like Sky Tigers. Played them before, I believe. If I haven't, I'm due to. And haven't played Nothing But Enemies yet, so definitely need to check them out. So that one is coming, telling you far enough ahead. That way, if you don't live anywhere near Cambridge there in Massachusetts, you have time to schedule yourself to get there since this is your last opportunity to see Tijuana Sweetheart, and they haven't played in 10 years. And Razors in the Night, you'll get to see them play the same day. One other show that I've got, it's also a December 31st show, but it's not here in Salt Lake. It will be in Indianapolis at the Melody Inn. So if you're an indie and you want to go bring in the new year with some cool music, doors open at 8, show starts at 9, the band you'll get to see are some kind of nightmare, Tiger Sex, The Jasons, and Stealing Volume. Tickets are only 10 bucks, and it's called Punk Rock Nights New Year's Eve Spectacular. Well, that is a lot of fun words in there. <laughs> right? That is a lot. That is all I have that is coming up, uh, you know, anytime recent, you know, in the near future. If you like Super Suckers, uh, they're going to be on tour with Scott Beerum and Rod Gator. It starts January 12th in Phoenix, Arizona, and they will be finishing January 30th at the Metro Music Hall here in Salt Lake City and. From the 12th through the 30th, they'll be in places like Las Vegas, San Diego, L.A., Long Beach, a whole bunch of other places in California all the way through the north. And then they will be taking a hard right, going to Reno, then up to Oregon, Seattle, uh, so Grants Pass and Portland, two different shows in Oregon, and then Boise. Oh, Ogden. They're even in Ogden, Funkin' Dive Bar in Ogden on the 29th. So uh, if you like the Super Suckers, and anywhere there, it's basically Salt Lake City, Boise, and Phoenix, and then west of those areas. They're going to be covering major metropolitan areas and even some small places in between. So go check out Super Suckers uh, social media if you want to see more. That is all I have. you have anything else you want to add to this, Eric? Not really. Then jump right into um, that great cover-to-cover yeah. album. All right. I'll jump right into it. The album that I chose is a band that, well, you know them. I know them. They are the Exploited. Yes. Oh, yes. The fucking Exploited. Scotland's owned UK 82 uh, giving to the genre. And they are one of the uh, 
UK well, 82, but they that. started in 79. Like you, you just pointed it out. They're one of the, the originators, one of the instigators, one of the, the OGs of that UK 82 as they started back in 79. Oh, yeah. They were among those that uh, set the precedent for English street punk. A lot, they are considered alongside GBH and fucking Discharge and... Yeah, the Verrukers. The, there's so many bands to name, right? <laughs> but, but yeah, the Exploited. They were among the. They were probably the most uh, recognizable, and they have a lot of great songs. I mean, you could choose any one of them. Let's start a war," said Maggie one day. Uh, Dead cities, USA, and <laughs> and of course, punk's not dead. And be it ever so repetitive, the. But the one that they bring everyone up on stage to sing, Sex and Violence. Yes. <laughs> yep. Just three words repeated for over five minutes. Of course, everyone knows that fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the violence, sex and violence. But yeah, The Exploited, yes, they got a very immense catalog of really great punk rock, really fast, really epic, really aggressive. They are, they are just brutal. And... But I'm not going to be talking about the stuff they released in the 80s or in the 90s. No, I'm going all the way to 2003 with the currently the last album they have put out as a, at the time of this recording. That album being Fuck the System. Awesome. Oh, yeah. And it's a great album. I mean, yeah, over about 20. Yeah, just like 25 years almost since the since their formation and they put they can still bring that UK 82 style into the 21st century and they proved so with the with this fucking fuck the system album <laughs> and they got yeah they got a lot of good stuff on there and it's stuff that uh, uh kind of transcends genres yes it's still rooted in their street punk sound but it does go back a little bit to their uh some motorhead influence it goes a bit into the crossover influence and you can actually tell where a lot of you know you remember the band soldiers of destruction i oh, know yeah. i do oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah if you if you've seen live live footage of the band you see their singer morat who is actually from that time i mean go back to episode what was it 179 i think so something like that yeah something like that where we do the interview to get the full story. But the point being, he has a foot-long red mohawk, just like Wadi does. Oh, well, it's episode 215, not quite that far back. June, so uh, around mid-June, episode 215, that's when you'll get the interview we did with Soldiers of Destruction. Okay, there you go, 215. Check that interview out, and uh, yeah, I got another plug later. <laughs> later. Later, awesome. <laughs> keep keep focus here. Yeah, more at where it is exploited shirt. You can tell where the influence comes from. It's definitely the exploited. But <laughs> enough about them. Let's stick to the exploited. Yes, fuck the system. I I dove into this album after I heard the song "Fucking Liar," and I heard that, and I'm thinking, wait, is this really Wadi singing? Because as we know, Wadi's voice in uh, in the old days it was really more of a tenor. Yeah, and it's just uh, not too high, not too low. But this one, he's getting a little higher. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, oh, damn. I didn't know he could uh, raise his voice to to that level. But 
I'm digging it. So, so yeah, let's see if, uh, if you haven't heard this album, if you haven't listened to the exploited, then hopefully this is a good introduction to you guys. I think that it is here is fucking liar. So yeah, the sound, yeah, the band may have aged, but the sound has only been updated, right? I feel. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, you hear you hear what I'm saying about the voice, right? Like uh like you hear some of the older stuff where it's like, that's not a wall shot, Maggie one day. But right here it's like, yeah, fucking liar. I agree with you. And uh I, I don't know if you're you, you are, you're familiar with Cox Bar, I, I think enough oh, yeah. to know that uh I think uh Colin's voice was higher pitched earlier on and is lower pitched now. So it's kind of the reverse of what happened here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's very true. And what's weird is like when I saw the exploited live, like uh in punk rock bowling a couple times, uh Waddy's voice was low. It was more of a baritone at that point. <laughs> right. So so yeah, it's uh I don't know if he has trouble choosing what what style he wants to do, but whatever (laughs) the guy has proven that he's going to do what he wants. We'll just say he has range. 
<laughs> yep. <laughs> yes, he has range. Uh, yeah. Anyway, another reason why I chose the exploited um, is because they will be coming to the U.S. next year. Oh, sweet! That's fantastic they, news. Oh yes, and uh, not a not a ton of shows. They're not doing a full U.S. tour, but they will be playing a few in California with the Cro-Mags and Total Chaos. Awesome. Oh yeah, that'll be at the that'll be at the end of May next year. So. Yeah, they'll be playing in San Diego, Santa Ana, and Ventura. Uh, like I said, exploited Cro-Mags. That's the Harley Flanagan's Cro-Mags, the <laughs> <laughs> trademarked Cro-Mags. Right. <laughs> and Total Chaos. So it's gonna that's going to be a brutal show. I haven't seen Total Chaos, but I have seen, well, the John Joseph version of the Cro-Mags. And like I said, I've seen exploited twice. So, and... I, I know that Exploited puts on a good show. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's really worth it to see those guys because they don't come to the U.S. very often. Well, get your tickets. You know where they're going to be. Yeah. Don't be <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try and uh, make the trek down to uh, San Diego to see them because my friends in Project Sellout will be opening for them. Oh, great news. That's fantastic. Oh yeah, I'm really I'm really excited for those guys. I remember talking to Zach on uh when the exploited were going to be playing here and and he was excited to be seeing them and we're just like geeking out about them and it's like, yeah, I'll be to be able to see those guys. Those guys are the OGs and whatnot. But unfortunately that show got canceled because uh because of Wadi's heart condition. Oh yeah, he had a he had a heart attack mid-tour and he had to cancel the rest of it because Hey, you had to go do surgery, right? Yeah, you got to get healthy. <laughs> yep, and he did because I remember the first time I saw the exploited, he was a he was a bit of a bowling ball, just a fat man with a red mohawk. <laughs> and yeah, compare that to how he is now. He he looks like he hadn't well, besides the wrinkles in the face, looks like he hadn't aged a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's all the Eddie's all the better for it, but. He didn't let anything. Uh, he didn't let anything take him down. Like I said, the guy is going to do what he wants, and if he wants to keep on living, uh, he's going to. Right. <laughs> yep. Anyway, that's uh, that's enough of talking about the exploited. Let's continue uh, listening to him. Here's my second pick because uh, chosen because I really love the I love the guitar work. I love the uh, Motorhead style rhythms, and I love the guitar solo in this thing. So here we are. Why are you doing this to me? Is the name of the track. Let it roll. Why? You're doing it to me. I'm fucking 
I don't know. Because <laughs> it's funny. Right? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's, uh, that is the latest from the exploited, at <laughs> least at least what we have uh, recorded. The latest I, from 18 years ago. Yep, from 18 years ago. I mean, the exploited are, are just kind of uh, letting their legacy do the taking the wheel right now. And, yep, they're doing well for themselves. They're still a high demand, obviously. Right. I mean, they, they, they're well set. They are a top-tier old-school punk rock band. They're still, I mean, on their website, they are like real punk rock since 1980. <laughs> so they they kind of consider themselves between 79 and 1980, much like uh, Bad Religion does, and also how Soldier of Destruction is, where it's like, yeah, we're not sure if we started in 81 or 82. Right. <laughs> yeah. Again, check out the interview. It's, uh, it's really great, and I'll have more to say about that band later down the line but i'm going to leave it at that the exploited are fucking awesome so if you haven't heard them ladies and gentlemen now you have and now just go back down the line and see where they began a lot of great songs absolutely and on that note uh eric and i will have our best of 2021 lists and when each of us get them compiled whether it's in a week to two weeks, to a month, or whenever. As soon as we do, we will let you know exactly what it is, and we'll get it on the show. My great cover yes, cover album is The Welch Boys, Drinking Angry. I might get around to some of their other albums, too, because I really like The Welch Boys a lot. But uh, I'd been driving around in my car the last few weeks, and I, you know, flipping through the, the iPod that I have in there, and I came across, uh, you know, just flipping through, searching for stuff. Well, it's probably like, okay, cool. I'm going to listen to this. I'll listen to the album Drinking Angry. Fantastic. And I think I listened to that all the way through, I don't know, six or seven times over a couple-week period of, you know, every time I'd get in my car. I think this morning I finally changed it, but I'm going to include it here on this show. And I had an extremely difficult time picking tracks. It is a just an absolute great cover-to-cover album. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with the band, they're from Boston. I got to see them a couple years ago back in, I think it was like 2019 at the Northeast Oi Fest. They were fantastic. Uh, they formed as a band way back in 2004, so coming up on 18 years as a band for them. This is their second album. They put it out October 24th of 2008. I did play the song Pervert and Head in the Sand, those two tracks, on previous episodes. So that at least narrowed down the options for me as to what to pick. But it was really difficult. I was going back and forth, putting in something, listening to other tracks, changing them. And I was thinking that the whole time I'd been listening to it over the last couple weeks. Like, oh, I'm definitely going to pick this as a great cover uh, cover album. And then as I'm listening to tracks, I'm going to put this one on. I'm going to put this one on. And pretty soon it's like, well, I can't put them all on. i got to narrow it down. (laughs) So (laughs) I've narrowed it down to these two. Funny enough, the first track starts with two. It's called Two Steps Forward. Let's listen to some of the Welch Boys off of Drinking Angry. Here we go, Two Steps Forward. Never knew a mind thought I had the answer to the list. No question to the list, no word you say. Never set up on his arm, but he knew it couldn't hold on But given couldn't make it to the judgment day Another life, another death, another birth, another crime Another way, another battle, another seed 
There were some sections in there that he was speaking really fast. Like, you know, when I was oh, singing yeah. along, I can't keep up. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was just like, oh, man, it sounds like he's uh, it sounds like he's doing a verse in a hip hop song. <laughs> it, you know, this is definitely some great like street punk oi, and there's so much of it out there. But really in that oi genre, you don't get a lot of, you know, that type of speed in, on the lyrics or from the vocals. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, yeah, because it is based on uh, a bunch of uh, skinheads in a pub just waiting for that, uh, just waiting for that song that everybody can sing along to. Right. And this song does have it, you know, take my two steps forward and whatnot. But yeah, but yeah, during the verse, it's just like, oh, you're not going to pay attention to this one anyway. So we're going to go for broke here and we're going to put in a lot of words. <laughs> oh, man, that one is awesome. Uh, I don't even know what my favorite track would be on there. The Pervert Song, if you're familiar with Pete Townsend of The Who, that's who that track was about. And it's funny, just be, you know, while you're singing along to it, disgusting about Pete Townsend, that fucker. Uh, at the same time, but I love the track. It's pretty awesome, and there are so many great tracks on there. This one I love singing along with. Not that I don't love singing along with so many of the others, but this one had to be a must. Let's play one more off of Drinking Angry, which is the title track. I was going to play the title track, too, and I just 
you know, I, I went with these two. I'm second-guessing <laughs> myself now, but I'm going to play it so I can't second-guess myself anymore. Here we go. Well, next time. Next time. Like, what I did with uh, uh, Cult Leader's album, and I also just discovered with American Psycho. <laughs> oh, right? I, yeah. I played them twice, inadvertently so, but now I'm like, oh, you know what? Maybe I can recycle this as a great cover-to-cover album, but use different songs. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe somewhere down the line, if you put if you put an ample amount of space in between them, maybe we'll get some more. Yes, but, but they have two other albums that I also really enjoy, so I might get to those. Let's get to this track. Yeah. Let's wrap this up. Let's get to wrapping the show up. Root Irish is the name of this track. Here we go. It's the Welch Boys. <laughs>
Oh yeah, leave it to the Brits to 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 fuck off towards the Irish. <laughs> okay, maybe not the. They're maybe not Brits. They're actually closer to uh, the Irish than we think because they are from Boston. <laughs> yes, they are. Uh, awesome. The guitars in their songs. T.J. Welch. Uh, awesome. Just great guitarist, man. And I love listening to those. You know, they're maybe their solos. I don't know. They're the brief solos, not the heavy metal solos that go on infinitely. It seems like, but uh, yeah. it's just awesome. I, I thought. You know, much the same that you picked one of your tracks. I just like the the guitars turned out wonderful. It just sound great. I love the the gang vocals. One of the reasons why I like uh, Oi music so much. It just turned out. Oh great. yeah. So I recommend it. Go check out the Welch Boys. Drinking angry. Let's wrap up the show. You had uh, something that we're continuing to. So let's continue to it. Yeah, let's continue to this. As I was saying earlier, uh, the idea of band members forming uh different projects different side projects to uh uh to expand their musical palette so to speak maybe not even not expand the palette but expand upon their palette being that you know guys have different interests different music that they want to explore right so they so they dip a bit out of their uh, comfort zone with their main bands and try some new shit out. Happens all the time. And it has happened right here with the band Cannibal Corpse. They're ever so famous, 99% neck, 1% death metal <laughs> growls. <laughs> their singer, George Corpse Grinder Fisher, has veered off into the side project territory with his self-titled band. Just it's just called Corpse Grinder. Nice. <laughs> yep. They have a they are scheduled to be releasing an album of that same name. <laughs> Remember what we were saying about name tag songs? Yeah, right. Yeah, this is not only uh yeah, this is not only the title, the album title of the band name, which is named after the nickname of George Fisher. <laughs> So, yep, that's just kind of a that's just kind of a thing. Anyway, so Corpse Grinder is uh is veering off with their with Cannibal Corpse's newfound guitarist Eric Rutan. Only he will be sitting in the producer's chair, I believe. But he is featured on their single that they just released, Acid Bat. Awesome. Yep, and that was and this is going to be a song that will be released on their on the album. In February on the 25th, a couple months away, just under two. Yep, yep, just a little bit, just a little bit. All we got to do is wait, right? <laughs> Any, anyway, the yeah, the new corpse grinder stuff, it's not too far a uh, not too far a distance from what we know as cannibal corpse. It is still very much rooted in death metal, but the thing is, George, he loves listening to a lot of uh, hardcore music. He said in if you see some interviews he's done with Loudwire, he he actually says when he's not listening to metal, he actually goes to old school hardcore. He actually listens to a lot of Youth of Today and Dag Nasty and types of bands like that. Cool. So, yeah, he's got a bit of a he's got a bit of a hardcore uh love in them and you do see that coming a bit in in this uh, well, in this song, and I can assume what will be the rest of the album. 
And if you look back on uh, on the latest Cannibal Corpse record, uh, I believe it came out earlier this year, Violence Unimagined. can't remember if it was earlier this year or late last year, but uh, I did play a song. Um, brutally Sawn. I know that the word sawn was in there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And Cannibal Corpse was kind of taking a bit more of a slamming approach. There's still all the little technical chromatic scales that are going crazy in there and all the, and all the little breakneck drumming and the snare worship. Yeah, it's all there. But there was a little bit of a groove and a little bit more uh, thrash-based uh, uh, music coming in a little bit. Not so much that you couldn't hear the cannibal corpse element on but, a side note episode 208 that was mid-april cannibal corpse off of violence unimagined you played slowly son and then slowly uh on episode 198 from february mid-february you played inhumane harvest as well from the same release the violence unimagined yes that was one of the singles that was released prior to its release excellent well that was probably a 2021 release then yeah Yep, probably was. <laughs> I, f- I forget the I forget the release dates quite often, but uh, but the thing is, that's a great Cannibal Corpse album. Listen to it if you haven't already. Uh, I assume there are some metalheads listening, <laughs> but but yeah, like I was say, like I was saying, a lot of the uh, hardcore and thrashy elements came through a little bit on that album, and that comes. And a bit more of a full force with this, uh, uh, at least with this single. And maybe it's a sign of things to come, but we will not know until the 25th of February. But for now, here is the single that was just released earlier this week or earlier last week. Again, I'm not good with dates. This is Acid Vat. Come and go through the future and the 
Yeah. <laughs> so you see what I'm saying about the uh, the bit of hardcore elements that are coming through, particularly on that last bit. That is that is very much a technique in hardcore music. It's a bit of a uh, a bit of a staple where you just have those chanting vocals over those uh, slamming, crawling riffs, and everyone is just jumping up onto the stage just to get a mic grab on there. And you get that. Into the acid vat. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding. Into the acid vat. Anyway, it's cool to see uh, uh, George's range on this new on this new project, I'm trying to see if he uh, actually uh, penned the lyrics to this one, because funnily enough, he doesn't pen any of the lyrics in cannibal corpse. Oh, wow. Yeah, he doesn't. He actually, uh, he may sing them. Yes, but he does not. Yeah. He does not really come up with the, uh, come up with the lyrics or the phrases or really a lot of the enunciations. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's all done uh, mostly by Alex Webster and Paul Mazurkowicz, the, the rhythm section of all things, who uh, come up with the lyrics. And this is really funny. If you watch the bon- one of the bonus DVDs on uh, like Evisceration Plague or Wretched Spawn, one of those albums, they actually, they actually show the technique of doing that. They record themselves doing the vocals, but in like uh, their own way. Okay. And then they, yeah, sometimes it's a whispering thing where it's like experimental pathogens, a devil's design. <laughs> and, the, and they'll be like, okay, they give George the recording. All right, now sing it like that, but in your voice. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. That's, that's definitely yep. interesting. Yep. So there's a bit of a death metal trivia for you right there. Awesome. Um, but yeah, the official lyrics, I do not know who penned them. I like to assume that it is George Fisher, because if this is his project, I like to think that he's got the, he's taking the reins. He's having like full control of what is going on, right? At least to, at least everything to his abilities. But either way, Acid Bat, great first outing. I am looking forward to the rest of this release. Good job, Corpse Grinder, both the man and the band. And the neck. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Well, let's wrap the show up. I've got one pick. It is a kind of a Christmas pick. I was talking about it last week. That One more, but we didn't do a punk one. But this is kind of a punk band. You, they do all sorts of styles. And I think they're typically associated with punk. I saw them at the Warp Tour back in the 90s. They were phenomenal then. They've been around since 79. The band is Fishbone. They're from Los Angeles, if you're unfamiliar with them. They put out an album back in 1989 called Fishbone. (laughs) And uh, on that album, they had a track called Slick Nick, You Devil. Let's listen to it. Let's wrap up the show. Here we go. Slick Nick stole the reindeer from the zoo Fell down my chimney 
So you see why I didn't include that fishbone track into the punk part of the show. I guess I can see why. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I thought it was cool. I mean, if you don't listen too closely to the lyrics, it almost sounds like something that Prince would have put out or produced. Yeah, a little, a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Good stuff. I don't know if you've heard it before, but that wraps up. I'm not playing any more Christmas tracks until sometime near uh, Thanksgiving next year. So, there you go, Fishbone, Slick Nick, you devil, you. That came off that uh, album. Shoot, they put that out over thirty years ago. Thirty coming up on thirty-two years ago. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, eighty-nine. That was pre-Eric. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how we uh, determine the age of an album. Yes, and we, by comparing it to my age. Yes, it is pre-Eric. All right, I hope everybody enjoyed it. Let's wrap up the show. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Music, Amazon, Music, Player FM, and slcpunkcast.com. The bands can be found on Instagram at the, and I think it's double underscore, so underscore, underscore, usurpers. It looks like a double to me. At Mad Mulligans NYC, at Spike Polite underscore sewage NYC, at Corpse Grinder Official, at Fishbone Soldier, and the show's at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? Well, let's start with the Instagram, my personal one at scary uncle underscore Eric underscore SLC, my band at anonymous underscore band official, the, the circle pit radio at assault city CP, my, the wrecked podcast at wrecked cast and my podcast at lead melodies underscore podcast. And I'll get to that announcement soon, just as soon as I get through the uh, Facebooks here. Uh, the Facebook for my band is at Anonymous SLC, and our band camp is anonymousslc.bandcamp.com. Also, I forgot about the other band I'm in, Heart of Dark. Its Instagram is at Heart of Dark 801 SLC. Awesome. Yeah. Anyway, the Facebook for uh, uh, the other podcast, that's Circle Pit Radio. Wrecked podcast and at lead.melodies.podcast.slc. It's website circlepitradio.com. And the other Facebook page I run, the SLC Hardcore page. That's at SLC Hardcore to keep up to date with any and all things musically happening within the confines of punk and hardcore and a little bit of metal in Salt Lake City. As for the Lead Melodies announcement, um, there should have been an episode out last week, but Holiday season being what they were, and some things happen uh, happening in my personal life. Um, it delayed the release of that episode. I am still currently writing it, but I'm going to make the announcement. It is on the Cause and Effect album from Soldiers of Destruction. Awesome. I'm given. I am given it. It's just desserts. Doing an in-depth review, track by track. The words, the sound, even the an album cover it's all getting talked about on the next episode of lead melodies and like i said you can find it on instagram and facebook and circlepitradio.com when it comes out i will announce it in due time it should be out next monday but, awesome but hopefully hopefully if everything goes as planned i'm almost <laughs> done with it man okay well that does it for me on socials holy hell well you can find the bands on facebook at mad mulligans at Spike NYC Punk Rock, at, or, yes, at Smash Rooms, 
at The Exploited, at The Welch Boys, at Corpse Grinder Metal, at Fishbone Music, and the shows at SLC Punkcast. Eric, any final thoughts before we wrap the show? Uh, before we wrap up the show, before we wrap up the year, man. <laughs> that is true. This is the last one of 2021. Uh, I'll just say we'll look forward to joining everybody for 2022 next week. Oh, yeah. 2022. It's uh, just a couple days away. You know, this uh, yeah, this whole decade kind of had a, a rough start. <laughs> yes, rough start and a rough finish, indeed. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a... Uh, uh, it's still uh it's still going a bit rough right now just yes. uh all things considered but the thing is, but the thing is 2021 looking back on it it was yeah definitely a much better year for me personally oh good <laughs> yeah i will say like uh, uh i guess 2020 is a bit of a low bar <laughs> <laughs> yeah no kidding no kidding uh but seriously, just the normal things I was able to get back to, to practicing with my band, to playing shows with my band and seeing live shows, all these bands that I really love coming back across the across the state lines and all these festivals happening again. And and just being able, I know this is kind of uh, uh, kind of weird to say it while we are uh, streaming this episode <laughs> over the over the Zoom. Right, but, be, but being able to do the punk cast in the same room, it just has that it has that feeling of uh, cohesiveness. I agree. You really can't get, yeah, you really can't get that when we're doing it remotely. But things being what they are right now, I just don't want to get Dustin sick, <laughs> and I didn't want to get you sick, and I'm glad I didn't because uh, I did. It wasn't just a cold for me, and so I'm glad I did not get you sick. Yep, indeed. So. So yeah, that's just something we gotta. That's just shit we gotta watch out for. Twenty twenty was a lesson. Twenty twenty one is recovering from that lesson, and twenty twenty two should be learning from it. Right. For the love of God, man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, but but yeah, this year started with us uh, doing a punk doing the punk cast over Zoom, and hilariously enough, it's ending (laughs) with it. That is right, yes. Uh, but we're going to start off the next year, hopefully, not doing it that way. <laughs> yes, that is uh, that is the hope. That is the hope. But we will hold on to that. I'm touching wood again that I will be up to par for an episode next week in that room. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for another year of listening to this punk cast. And thank you, Dustin, for keeping it going through Really, the last couple of years, it was it's been a hefty one. Yeah, troubling at times, but I appreciate you doing it with me because I don't think it would be anywhere near as entertaining just listening to me talk. You need you need that <laughs> dichotomy, you need that dual personalities, those kind of things. So, Eric, thank you for doing yet another year, and here's to the next year. Here's to that, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for another year. We will see you in the next one. Play the fucking outro.